Yeah, I think we're a go. President Swig, are you ready? Okay. It's five o'clock. Okay, good evening and welcome to the May 31st, 2023 meeting of the San Francisco Board of Appeals. President Rick Swig will be the presiding officer tonight, and he's joined by Vice President Jose Lopez, Commissioner Alex Lumber, Commissioner John Trisvenia, and Commissioner J.R. Epler. Also present is Deputy City Attorney Jen Huber, who will provide the board with any needed legal advice. At the controls is the board's legal assistant, Alec Longway, and I'm Julie Rosenberg, the board's executive director. We will also be joined by representatives from the city departments that will be presenting before the board this evening. Corey Teague, the zoning administrator representing the planning department, and Matthew Green, Chief Building Inspector with the Department of Building Inspection. The board meeting guidelines are as follows. The board requests that you turn off or silence all phones and other electronic devices so they will not disturb the proceedings. No eating or drinking in the hearing room. <coughs> the board's rules of presentation are as follows. We only have two cases that have, been previously been, that have previously been heard. For item number four, the parties will be given two minutes each and no rebuttal. And for item five, the parties will be given three minutes each with no rebuttal. Members of the public who are not affiliated with the parties have up to three minutes each to address the board and no rebuttal. Mr. Longway, our legal assistant, will give you a verbal warning 30 seconds before your time is up. Four votes are required to grant an appeal or to modify a permit or determination. If you have any questions about requesting a rehearing, the board rules or hearing schedules, please email board staff at boardofappeals at sfgov.org. Now, public access and participation are of paramount importance to the board. SFGov TV is broadcasting and streaming this hearing live, and we will have the ability to receive public comment for each item on today's agenda. SFGov TV is also providing closed captioning for this meeting. To watch the hearing on TV, go to SFGov TV cable channel 78. Please note that it will be rebroadcast on Fridays at 4 p.m. on channel 26. A link to the live stream is found on the homepage of our website at sfgov.org forward slash BOA. Now, public comment can be provided in three ways. One, in person. Two, via Zoom. Go to our website and click on the hearing link and then the Zoom link. Or three, by telephone. Call 1-669-900-6833 and enter webinar ID 896-9017-9087. And once again, SFGovTV is broadcasting and streaming the phone number and access instructions across the bottom of the screen if you're watching the live stream or broadcast. Now, to block your phone number when calling in, first dial star 67, then the phone number. Listen for the public comment portion for your item to be called and dial star 9, which is the equivalent of raising your hand so that we know you want to speak. You will be brought into the hearing when it is your turn. You may have to dial star 6 to unmute yourself. You will have three minutes depending on the length of the agenda and the volume of the speakers. Our legal assistant will provide you with a verbal warning 30 seconds before your time is up. Please note that there is a delay between the live proceedings and what is broadcast and live streamed on TV and the internet. Therefore, it's very important that people calling in reduce or turn off the volume on their TVs or computers. Otherwise, there's interference with the meeting. If any of the participants or attendees on Zoom need a disability accommodation or technical assistance, you can make a request in the chat function to Alec Longway, the board's legal assistant, or send an email to boardofappeals at sfgov.org. Now, the chat function cannot be used to provide public comment or opinions. Please note that we'll take public comment first from those members of the public who are physically present in the hearing room. Now, we will swear in or affirm all those who intend to testify. Please note that any member of the public may speak without taking an oath pursuant to their rights under the Sunshine Ordinance. If you intend to testify at any of tonight's proceedings and wish to have the board give your testimony evidentiary weight, raise your right hand and say, I do, after you've been sworn in or affirmed. 
Do you swear or affirm that the testimony you are about to give will be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Okay, thank you. If you are a participant and you're not speaking, please put your Zoom speaker on mute. So, commissioners, we do have three housekeeping items. The first one, uh, the parties for item number six. This is appeal number 23-017 at 1281 to 1283 Greenwich Street. would like the matter continue to June 21st, 2023. So we need a motion and a vote. Commissioner, do a motion. Okay. Is there any public comment on this motion? Please raise your hand. Okay, I don't see any hands raised. So on the motion to continue this to June 21st, Vice President Lopez? Aye. Commissioner Lemberg? Aye. Commissioner Epler? Aye. President Swig? Aye. So that motion carries five to zero and the matter is continued. The second housekeeping item is regarding item 7A and 7B. Appeal numbers 19-139 and 20-036 at 2861 to 2865 San Bruno. Uh, the parties uh, for these cases would like these items continue to also to June 21st. So we need a, a motion and a vote. Commissioner, motion. So moved to uh, continue this till June 21st. Okay. Is there any public comment on the motion to continue these items to June 21st? I don't see any hands raised. Uh, so on that motion, Vice President Lopez. Aye. Commissioner Trisvina. Aye. Commissioner Epler. Aye. President Swig. Aye. Okay, that motion carries five to zero. And lastly, the parties for items 8A and 8D, the four appeals at 1863 Pine Street, would like these items continued to next week, June 7th, 2023, while they continue to work on a settlement agreement. So I need a motion and a vote. Commissioner, motion, please. I'd like to move that we continue items 8A through 8D to uh, next week, uh, <coughs> June 7th. Okay, is there any public comment on that motion? Please raise your hand. Okay, I don't see any public comments. So on that motion, Vice President Lopez. Aye. Commissioner Trezvina. Aye. Commissioner Lemberg. Aye. President Swig. Aye. So that motion carries five to zero, <coughs> and those items are moved to June 7th. So we are now moving on to item number one. This is general public comment. This is an opportunity for anyone who'd like to speak on a matter within the board's jurisdiction, but that is not on tonight's calendar. Is there anyone here for general public comment? Please raise your hand. Okay, I don't see any, so we'll move on to item number two. Commissioner, comments and questions? Commissioners, any questions, comments? <coughs> Seeing none, let's move on. Okay, let's move on to item number three. <coughs> Commissioners, before you for discussion of possible adoption are the minutes of the May 17th, 2023 meeting. Commissioners, any comments on the minutes and do I have a motion of approval? I move to adopt the minutes as presented. Okay, is there any public comment on the motion to adopt the minutes? Please raise your hand. I don't see any public comment. So on that motion, Vice President Lopez. Aye. Commissioner Trisvina. Aye. Commissioner Epler. Aye. President Swig. Aye. That motion carries five to zero and the minutes are adopted. So we are now moving we are now moving on to item number four. This is appeal number twenty-three-015 at uh, 2507 Pacific Avenue, at James Lipset versus Department of Building Inspection with Planning Department approval, appealing the issuance on March 15, 2023, to Jamie and Rory Weinstein of an alteration permit, remove existing non complying fire escape. This is permit number 2023 0314 3618. 
note on May 17, 2023, upon a motion by President Swig, the board voted three to zero to two, Vice President Lopez and Commissioner Trisvina absent, to continue this matter to May 31st, 2023, so that the absent commissioners could participate in the vote. The three commissioners that were present were inclined to find that the permit was improperly issued, but a motion to grant the appeal would require four votes. So as a preliminary matter, uh, Vice President Lopez and Commissioner Trisvina, did you have an opportunity to watch the video and review the materials for the hearing which took place on, on May 17th? Yes, I did. Yes, I did too. Okay, great, thank you. And uh, per President Swig, the parties have two minutes each, so we will hear first from the appellant. The appellant's attorney, Ms. Strazzo, welcome. You have two minutes. Great, good evening, commissioners. Um, I would like to take the two minutes I have just to update you on some factual developments that have happened since we were here before. Overhead. Oh, okay. Um, so in response to a complaint filed by the permit holders, the building department did some further research on the history of the fire escape. They did in fact find permits for the fire escape. I believe they're dated 1932. And one of the issues in finding the permit history was these two properties along with 2505 used to be one lot that was subdivided at some point between 1946 and 1950. Um, so the permits are actually associated with 2505 Pacific Avenue. And I'll uh, reserve any remaining time for questions, if any. Okay, I don't see any questions. Um, or, I do. Okay, yes. <clears throat> so why is this permit, uh, given the, what we've heard, that <clears throat> in today's world this would be non-compliant, and um, I'll ask... I'll ask planning or DBI, the, the same question is, is this discovery change, change rules in any way, shape, or form? And, and how would you proceed given that you're still gonna have somebody, um, you're still not gonna get cooperation from the other side in the ability to take this down? How is this pertinent? How is this gonna move from uh, improperly issued uh, to properly issued. I just wanted to provide the information because there were a lot of allegations that it was illegal and constructed without permits, but there yes. actually, in fact, are permits. Yeah. Uh, you, you got a suggestion for us? Because we're still going to be in the same spot unless, uh, unless if DBI still comes to us and says, or, or planning comes to us and says it was improperly issued uh, based on today's uh, standards, um, and you have a, a, a neighbor, um, you know, you don't have cooperation from a neighbor uh, who, because if we were looking at what would probably be a civil suit, you have any suggestions to move this along? Sure. I mean, we're open to conversations with the permit holders. We haven't heard anything from them from the last hearing, so we're not under the impression that they're looking to work with us to find a solution at this point. Okay. Right. I'll ask the same question to them. Thank you. We have Ms. one more question Trisvenia. from Commissioner Trisvina. My apologies. I, I, I did watch the hearing and did hear a lot about um, what occurred. And, and just so I understand, you're, you, you, you or someone has found that the fire escape was permitted at some point 
in either the 1930s or 1940s. That uh, that's correct. The Department of Building Inspection uh, found that. And right. it's noted in the complaint data sheet for the complaint that the permit holders filed against. And, uh, you're, and, you're, and you're representing the property owner where the permit for the fire escape is attached, correct? The permit is to the, construct a fire escape uh, between the, the property, the, per, the permit belongs to 2505. Well, it was for, they used to be one lot, so it was constructed before the lot split. So at that time, uh, it was for all three properties that were part of one lot. It was issued to 2507. She represents the people from 2505. Correct. And they want and, it to stay. And as I read no. what was she just up here. 2509. Well, Sorry, let's, 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 <laughs> I, it cool. seems like a lot of us are unclear. The Lipsets, your client, 2509. 2509. So you're telling us today that the planning department has found the permit that it, created or allowed the fire escape to go up and it's and it is associated with 2505 correct i'm saying they found the permit record associated with that property but it applies to the properties that issue in this appeal all right can you repeat the last words sure the permit applies to the properties that issue in this appeal which used to be all on one lot but the permit, the reason they couldn't find it earlier is because it was associated with 2505 Pacific Avenue, which is a property not part of this appeal, but at one time was on one lot with the two properties that are at issue in this appeal. So can you tell us how long it's been associated with 2509, which is your client? Sure. The permit was issued in 1932, um, so it's been associated uh, since 1932. 91 years. So is it, is it fair to say that if there are any responsibilities as to the maintenance or inspection of the fire escape, that they belong to your client because it's on your client's property? and it serves your client's property? Sure, the maintenance obligations are associated with the properties at issue in this appeal. Um, so that would be 2509 and 2507 Pacific. So, but but your, your, your client has maintenance and inspection responsibilities as to the fire escape that your client wants to save, correct? To the extent there are any, uh, there would be both parties' responsibilities, both property I'm ask, I asked you, are there, does your client have any? It's, I'm not sure which particular responsibilities, but to the extent there are any under the law, then yes. Okay. And I didn't hear any, any at any point in last, the last proceeding that your client had either inspected or maintained it at any time? Well, I think that actually the Department of Building Inspection found that the fire escape was in unremarkable condition with no apparent structural defects. The fire department has also been out to inspect the fire escape. There was also an inspection done by 2507 Pacific Avenue that found it was in fine condition. So it's been maintained 
uh, and there's no issues with it as far as I'm aware. So you, you've answered as to everybody, but your client, which was my question, your client has not, has neither inspected nor maintained it, at least thus far in this proceeding. Correct? Well, it's been maintained to the extent that no, it's that, in working condition. That's not what I'm asking. Has your client inspected or maintained it? They've maintained it. Your client has? Yes, it's in workable condition. There's no issues with it. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. You can be seated. We will now hear from the permit holder. His attorney, Mr. Williams, is here. Welcome, Mr. Williams. You have two minutes. Thank you. Um, uh, you know, very confusing. First of all, the, the, the permit found by um, Inspector uh, Helminiak has nothing to do with 2509. There's no reference, there's no indication at all, that there's no reference at all on any of the permit documents, that, and I picked them up today. Um, that was for the construction of a completely different fire escape between 2505 and 2507, which are different buildings on different lots. Um, as was established last time and confirmed by DBI, uh, the structure here in question is uh, encroaching over the property line, illegal and non-conforming. And 2505 still has its fire escape. It's just built entirely. That fire escape still exists at 20, uh, 2505. It's built entirely on that particular property. Um, the permit here was properly issued to remove you know, from my client's property and only my client's property uh, an illegal, unpermitted, non-conforming structure. Uh, this research has been going on for months. These large Victorian structures were turned into rooming houses and uh, fire escapes were built uh, at the upper floors between them. Um, you know, the, the so-called two permit rule uh, cited by the departments, relied on by the board, uh, first of all, it doesn't exist. Uh, and certainly has not been followed in any aspect of this structure. There were no permits, uh, two permits to construct it. Originally, there were no two permits for the drop plan in 1965. Um, my clients have been pushed into a, a no-win situation and uh, really irreparably harmed. And there's a ripple effect going on because now... Uh, the Lipsits are claiming control of the breezeway and have stopped construction of a boundary fence for which we have a permit. Um, there's no substantial evidence or any evidence uh, to set aside this permit. Thank you. That's time. Thank you. I don't see any questions. Oh, Commissioner Trezvina has a question. Uh, th thank you. Mr. Williams, um, the uh, council stated that they're had not been any uh, efforts by your client to communicate with the Lipsets, I guess, since the last hearing. Can you describe briefly what the, the, what the level of communication has been, either started by your client or started by the, by, by the, uh, by the uh, appellant on this, on this, uh, on this matter? She's correct. There hasn't been any since the, the last hearing, uh, but there were extensive settlement discussions, um, you know, for months, actually, uh, you know, back over February, March, April. And, um, you know, we've been trying desperately to find a way uh, to get them to, you know, agree uh, to uh, allow the removal of this fire escape and to build their own fire escape on their own property. Okay, thank you. We will now hear from the planning department. 
Welcome, Mr. Teague. You have two minutes. Thank you very much. I don't think I will need it all. Corey Teague, Zoning Administrator for Planning Department. I don't believe we have anything to add to the case since what was uh, covered at the last hearing, but I'm available for any questions that you may have. Okay. Thank you. I don't see any questions, so we'll now hear from DBI. Um, good evening, Commissioners. Matthew Green, representing the Department of Building Inspection tonight. Um, as we said at the last hearing, both the fire department and the um, Department of Building Inspection believe this permit was issued improperly. Um, the, the fire escape does, uh, is attached to both buildings. It would require a building permit from both addresses. Uh, they could use the same set of plans, but they would need separate building permit applications. Um, there was the, um, the appellate, no, the uh, permit, no, the appellants, sorry, the appellants, um, Council mentioned the uh, latest findings. Um, our building inspector did go to the public library to do further research on the, the lot history here. So um, there is an open complaint. We're investigating the legality of it. I believe there's a site visit scheduled with Mr. Williams for this Friday to investigate. So there is an open complaint going on, but we still maintain that this building permit was issued improperly. Can you clarify open complaint, please? Oh, pr prior to the previous uh, hearing, Mr. Williams filed a new complaint with the Department of Building Inspection saying that this uh, um, fire escape was constructed illegally, oh. and we're investigating that. So, um, are, are you done? Sorry. I'm sorry? Are you done? Yes, I am. Sorry. Okay. So, um, what does... Um, so, I think we got over that piece which is illegal or or not legal and where we ended up was the bottom line is that this is a non-compliant structure fine which would make it e not legal we got over that the in today's world no way would this um fire escape be approved to be over uh, to share two sides of uh, shared um, two different parcels. Um, right. And we got over that if you're going to take it down, you have to get two permits, which was the issue that uh, Mr. Williams was saying, no, you don't. And um, clearly, um, that's the rules. If it's attached to one house and it's attached to another house, you got to have a permit on one house and you got to have a permit on the other house to do whatever you need to, to do, correct? Correct. So we got over that. So, so with all that, um, it really doesn't matter whether it was permitted or not. The bottom line is, that if it's attached to one house and it's attached to another house and you only got one permit and you don't have the permit that deals with the other house, then the, the permit that says you can tear it down is, if, uh, is issued improperly because you can't tear the thing down if it's still attached to the other side. Correct? Uh, correct, yes. I, and I, I, I think that's, that's where we ended up last time is that all stuff aside whether there was a, a new revelation i'd say that's irrelevant to it, this, this it's, permit it's it's irrelevant whether it's 
can be built today or not is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's non-compliant is irrelevant. The point is, it has bolts on one side, it has bolts on the other. If you want to unscrew the bolts on either side, you got to have a permit for each. That's the bottom line. So for, for your department to issue a permit to tear down this fire escape with one permit, that's improperly issued, correct? Correct. That's kind of where I ended up, guys, but just cutting to the chase. So, uh, Mr. Trosvenia, if I mean, that's where it really... It's that narrow, but you can ask your question, of course. Well, you're describing it as tearing down. As I recall, the permit talks about removal. So I, I removal tearing down. I, I I I find the same. Well, I'd like to ask the DBI: Can the can the fire escape be removed from the the permit holder's property without? Um, and, and, and moved to the other property. Well, I'm sure it can be, but that's not what this permit is um, for. This permit was just to remove the existing fire escape. So it's you're, not- you're, you're telling me, you're, so in one sentence, you're telling me it can be removed from, 20, from the permit holder's premises. The permit says removal. And now you're saying it's not possible? Or? No, you asked me if it could be removed and relocated. I, I, I took that to mean, is that feasible? It's feasible, yes. But the building permit before us is simply to remove the fire escape. They would need a building permit to specifically say relocate existing fire escape. But it seems the permit holder wants to just get it off his property, remove it from the property. That seems to me you're saying that can be accomplished. I'm sorry, it can be accomplished? It sounds like you're saying that it can be accomplished to remove it from the permit holder's property. Sure, it can be accomplished. But like I said, it's it's attached to both properties, so both property owners would need to be would have a building permit with each address. If they just removed it from one side, right. it, would, it, would, it would just create a nuisance and fall over to, to the other side. It, it would not be removed, it would still be attached. That's why you need a building permit for both, both buildings. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Lemberg. Um, I, I concur with President Twig that this is not uh, dispositive as to the decision we're making, but I have the, a pow- the power to ask questions that I want to know the answer to, so I'm doing it. Um, what is your <laughs> opinion on what the uh, what Mistrazo presented regarding the 1932 permit? Uh, is that permit for the fire escape that we're talking about here, or is it for some other fire escape? Uh, do you know or, or have an opinion on that? Uh, so, like I said, it's an ongoing investigation. Um, our building inspector came up with that information yesterday. I haven't had time to review it. He he went above and beyond and went to the library to do the entire history of this property. So, Absolutely. I, I commend him on that. But we, we I, I don't have an opinion on okay. that at the moment. Thank you. Okay, thank you. There are no further questions. You can be seated. 
Is there any public comment on this item? Please raise your hand. I don't see any public comment. So, commissioners, this matter is submitted. Okay, commissioners, you have my opinion. I would be willing to make a motion to um, uh, to get this permit suspended because it was improperly issued. Therefore, finding for the appeal. But on the on the basis that it requires two permits, if if a structure is uh, is on two separate parcels and requires um, it, uh, it requires a an, a an activity a construction activity on both parcels, then there is a requirement for two permits, and only one was issued. Simple as that. I, I would like to speak against that uh, outcome, uh, and I tried to ask Mr. Green, and he told us it's feasible to remove it from the permit holder's property. Removal is removing from somewhere. Removal from the encroached area back to the people who want to who want to keep having it. Uh, there are a lot of ways you can interpret removal. There are a lot of ways you can interpret a lot of things. Uh, but there's a canon of harmonious reading. There's a can can canon of avoidance where you interpret words in ways that make something legal. And I believe it's a valid grammatical interpretation to say the permit holder wants it removed, wants it out, wants it un unhooked from his property. Uh, he's gotten apparently not much communication some, some communication at the beginning, but now the communication between the neighbors has, has stopped. Uh, there doesn't seem to be an interest from um, the, 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 the Lipset family to reconstruct or do something or, or make, make the fire escape operable in his own property. And the, the per permit holder just wants it off of his property, wants it removed without any regard to its further existence on the other on, uh, beyond his property. So, I, I if 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 the language of the permit is remove, and removal can mean remove it from the permit holder's property, then I believe that the permit was properly issued uh, because it's because it's an interpretation of the word remove, and it's in addition to just the history of this between the neighbors. And uh, the lack of the lack of uh, maintenance or inspection, the type of things that have, that were talked about uh, in, in, in the previous hearing, and the fact that I don't think anybody would say that it, this 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 fire escape is going to survive. So I think if we approve, uh, if we if we if we support this appeal, all we are really doing is delaying. Uh, this and and uh, providing further costs to everybody, and I and I believe that the the right approach was to remove it. Uh, if that if that generates cooperation from the neighbor, good. If it doesn't, it's the neighbor's responsibility uh, to take care of take care of the fire escape. So I I I respectfully disagree that the uh, permit was improperly issued. Mr. Effler. 
I, I look at it a little bit differently, um, in part uh, because I think that the permit, which the description on the permit is remove existing non-compliant fire escape, doesn't say detach uh, non-compliant fire escape, doesn't say remove from property even, and I think that as a practical matter, that's not feasible because you have a structure that is attached to two different properties. There's no indication that it is hinged in any way, such that if it were detached from one property, it would naturally flop down. So what you would end up with is, as I think Mr. Green said, a nuisance where you have a fire escape that is still on or over the property from which it has been detached, floating out there, one-sided, attached to the other property. And to affect that outcome, which creates a nuisance and has the potential due to, I'm sure, those bolts not being intended to cantilever that fire escape out there, um, has the potential to affect the property that does not have a permit for the removal of this fire escape. So if it said detach, then, you know, from a technical basis, I'd say we would have a valid permit. But I think from a Practical matter, remove existing non-complying fire escape means to have fire escape, have no fire escape because it's been removed. And I don't think that simply detaching it from the permit holder's property will remove it from their property because it will still be floating over it, half of it on their half of the property line. Commissioner Lindbergh? Um, I, I agree with everything Commissioner Epler said, and I just wanted to add that we did, I, uh, two weeks ago at the, at the last hearing, we did talk with Mr. Green uh, significantly about the feasibility of removing it from just one, uh, one just the, uh, the, the uh, permit holder's house. Uh, and the conclusion that we came to was that it, it was not physically feasible to do so, um, and that it would, uh, it would, uh, Sorry, I'm missing the right word, but it uh, it would make it so that the um, it would essentially be bringing a new permit on behalf of the appellant here that they don't want and that they are not applying for um, because it would uh, there is no way to keep it attached to one house without doing additional work that again the appellants have not filed a permit for nor do they have any desire to and they made that very clear. Uh, Commissioner Lopez, any comment? Sure. Should we move on? No, I'm I'm um, I'm aligned with uh, the two previous speakers. I think having a dangling fire escape seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Um, so, uh, would you call for a, a vote since I made the motion? Okay, so we have a motion from President Swig to grant the appeal and revoke the permit on the basis that it is because it's connected to two properties and requires two permits, one from each address. Uh, on that motion, Vice President Lopez? Aye. Commissioner Trezvina? No. Commissioner Lemberg? Aye. Commissioner Epler? Aye. Okay, that motion carries four to one, and the appeal is granted, and the permit's revoked. Thank you. We are now moving on to item number five. This is appeal number 23-007, Takeshi Morrow versus Department of Building Inspection, Planning Department Approval, Subject Property, 1468 Van Dyke Avenue. 
appealing the issuance on January 23rd, 2023 to Chao Chung of an alteration permit comply with notice of violation number 2022-291235. Legalize one level rear deck at rear yard with one hour firewall. Legalize middle gate at front. Remove patio cover, gazebo canopy, new bathroom, and home office. Remove ladder to attic. This is permit number 2022-0712-8311. Note on March 15th, 2023, upon motion by President Swig, the board voted 5-0 to zero to continue this matter to May 17th so that the permit holder can submit revised plans to reflect the following changes. One, the two windows at the attic level shall be removed and the attic restored to the original condition of the house. The attic shall be used for maintenance purposes only, not for habitation or storage. Two, the deck shall be lowered to grade or made no higher than 30 inches as measured from the grade. The deck shall be set back five feet from the appellant's property line. These changes will remove the requirement for a firewall at the deck. Three, the dining room shall not be allowed to be converted to a home office. Consequently, the plans must be revised to remove the walls at this location and the 12-inch window that is located in the 13-inch space. This motion was made on the basis that these changes will rectify the illegal work performed by the permit holder and address some of the concerns of the appellant. On May 17, 2023, upon motion by President Swig, the board voted 3-0-2, to zero to two, Vice President Lopez and Commissioner Trisvenia absent, to continue this item to May 31, 2023, because the board had contemplated adopting revised plans, which requires four votes. The parties agreed to have the matter continued. So we do have an interpreter for the permit holder's representative, but I thought we would hear first from the planning department because they reviewed the plans. And so, Mr. Teague... You have three minutes. Thank you. I will be brief again, and I will actually defer mostly to my colleague, Mr. Green from DBI, but we did review the plans that were submitted relative to the um, request from the board for the specific changes, and essentially they've all been met with some minor exceptions that, again, I'll let Mr. Green go through in, in more detail, but otherwise it seems that the plans are in line with what was requested from the board, but I'm available for any questions you may have. Okay, before we begin, I just wanna make sure that I've instructed the interpreter to call Ms. Tran. Ms. Tran, did the interpreter call you? Oh, yes. Okay, are you on the phone with her? Cause she, she if you need help with interpretation. Um, hi, this is the interpreter. I've been trying to call her and she's picking up the phone just now. Okay, so c can you translate what Ms. Yes. Fatigue just said, please? And you could just, you don't need to do it on the record for Zoom, just over the phone's fine. Just let okay. us know when okay. you're ready. Okay. I'm sorry, can you repeat the last um, statement? I was ca calling her. Okay. Yes, he'll, co he'll come up again. If you can just repeat, Mr. Teague, thank you. Okay. No problem, happy to repeat. Um, I stated that Planning Department has reviewed the revised plans that were submitted in response to the request made by the board at the last hearing. And except for some minor exceptions that my colleague, Mr. Green, the DBI, will go over in more detail, they appear to meet those requirements. And I'm available for any additional questions. Thank you. I don't see any questions. So we'll now hear from the Department of Building Inspection. Uh, good evening, Commissioners. Matthew Green again. Um, so Tina Tam from the Planning Department and I did review these plans. And the one, one difference from what the uh, board's conditions were, you asked for the deck to be lowered to grade or may no higher than 30 inches as measured from grade. The deck shall be set back five feet from the appellant's property line. 
So they've decided to remove the deck completely and it's only gonna be a landing and a stairs. Um, and that's gonna be three feet from the property line, which is um, for a single family home, three feet from the property line doesn't require a, a uh, fire rated wall. But, uh, but other than that, we believe the plans uh, are co code compliant and they meet the uh, wishes of the board. What about the windows? Can uh, the, the windows are removed. The window, oh, okay, I thought I saw the windows on the plans. Uh, no, the plans from May, May 18th. Yeah. No, they, they show as being removed. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Uh, Vice President Lopez? Um, maybe, maybe I just missed this. Did, did you say that, that the permit holder agreed to, to, to your suggestions? I'm sorry? Did you, did you say that the, the permit holder is aligned with your exceptions, your suggestions? Well, this is their plans they submitted. Um, they are uh, opposed to removing the windows, but the plans as, as drawn do show removing the windows. So the, the new plans that they submitted don't, don't have the, the deck? Is correct. correct. Okay, now I understand. All right, thanks. But th there is a landing and stairs from the, from the kitchen leading to the rear yard. And you guys are okay with that? Yes. Okay, thank you. Anything further, President Swick? Okay, thank you, Mr. Green. You can be seated. Thank you. Okay, we will now hear Ms. Tran, if you, if you could please come up here. Yeah, so you can address the board in Chinese, and then uh, okay. uh, Monica, the interpreter, uh, will interpret okay. on, on Zoom. And so you have a total of six minutes, so okay. if you want to speak for three, then she has three minutes to interpret. Uh -huh. Um, I'm sorry, I need to advise her to stop every four or five sentences so I could interpret it um, okay. accurately. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, uh, so, um, uh, um, thank you for your time. Okay, we comply to your uh, requirements and uh, revise the plan, but we have um, one request. Okay, uh, we feel that the window is uh, very good for the property and for air circulation. Um, I know no one lives in the property, but for San Francisco, they, um, there's, there's usually the window and it's good for circulation. Okay. We actually obtained a permit um, to have that window. We didn't do it um, recklessly. So I think there was some miscommunication um, or mistake that our neighbors thought we did not get a permit. We did not do that recklessly. Uh, 
Okay. Um, and the stairs and the deck, um, indeed, they do not have permits. Um, but the stairs is because it's, um, it's for convenience of walking down and up. Um, uh, but we would like to request that you consider uh, letting us uh, leave the window there because it's going to be very hot um, because it's very high. 同時咧，三萬市咧一般嗰啲 attic 都有窗口，佢可以趁先俾我哋更矮，佢有窗口，又可以有窗口，又譬如嚟。而家如果你叫我閂下窗口，我都花好多錢啊！你知嘛？因為希望佢俾個機會，依、這個係合法有窗口嘅，可以問獅子係合法嘅。Um, most of the uh, attics in San Francisco um, generally have windows, um, so we, we like to request uh, your consideration of letting us keep that um, um, window. It is legal. Uh, we did uh, obtain a permit, uh, and uh, it would cost a lot of money if uh, we have to remove it. 因為我問咗好多啲識畫職師都話冇可能將個窗有 permit 將佢刪咗佢，係我哋做嗰啲嘢係有啲係唔啱，但係唔代表我哋有 permit 都幫我哋關佢，即係為咗一個鄰居會害到我哋咁樣，即係我覺得係好好傷心咯。嗯、um, ，Yeah， because I did consult some drafting professionals. They say said that the、uh, windows The window, it's um, it's uh, could could be there. Um, it's not that we did it illegally, but just because uh, the you know one neighbor um having issues with it um causing this whole issue, we feel very sad about this. 同時嗰個窗口對佢非常冇影響，佢我對佢冇影響到噶。你所以我係將我尊重佢，係將個 deck 都連污咗啦。但係我希望個窗口對佢冇影響，點解要刪我哋個窗口喎？ And also, we feel that the windows does not affect his living or him.、Um, we we already respect his、uh, request、um, about the deck, and we fix that.、Um, but we、uh, we don't understand why the window、um, having no you know not affecting him that much. We would have to close it. 嗯，嗰、那個窗口都係有牌照噶嘛，獅子同意咗，同埋獅子批出嚟個圖當然合法合例先可以批我，佢唔係亂批我，咁啊經過好多個部門先批我，我希望咁多在座咁多個啊啲、呃、官人咯，可以俾我保留個窗口咯。Because、okay. the window,、uh, we legally obtained the permit from the city. It went through many departments. It was approved.、Um, so we hope、uh, all these,、uh, all of you officials here, could really consider letting us keep the window. Thank you. 唔係我哋，我知道我哋做咗有啲嘢係冇冇攞牌照，我都好，我哋非常後悔，非常好傷痛，同埋我哋損失好多財，好多錢銀喺度間屋噶啦。希望佢冇再要我哋花啲無謂錢去刪呢個窗，佢真係好陰公嘅喎。我覺得好。Okay, we regret、uh, not having properly obtained the permit for the other、uh, areas,、um, but,、uh, but we want to let you know that we already、um, sustain a Significant loss on this house, and if we have to、uh, spend more money on this window,、uh, it's really、uh, very heavy on us. 同時咧，呢、这個呢、这個 attic 咧，佢哋私底又提議過，我可以做個 dorm 啊，點解合法到高度可以做？即係加呢啲之外，一間屋好細好細，三房四廳非常細，又貴又細咯。佢甚至私底曾經都有 email 過俾我，係加兩個 dorm 落去，整到佢夠高度係合法化嘅。但不過我哋啲錢銀方面，我哋唔想搞咁多啫嘛，因為唔係話唔合法咯。Uh, also, for uh, we uh, were someone suggests to us, us that we add two door doormen to the attic to make it 
color um, um, and make it legal, but because it costs a lot of money, uh, we didn't want to. Uh, yeah, we didn't want to uh, do that. But um, because San Francisco is very expensive, the places are very small. Yeah, the house is too small. The city also saw that the house is very small. It's only two bedroom. That's why we made the deck wider, and there was no lower floor. So, um, yeah, I don't want to repeat this again, but I hope you can, you guys can consider my request. Thank you. That's time. Thank you. We do have a question from President Swig. I'm, I'm going to ask this yes. question of you. Then I'm going to ask uh, Mr. Green to step up and respond to the question as well. Do you want the interpreter to go on the phone? Would that so be easier? I, or? So I, I'd like to ask her. Okay. And then I'm going to ask this, basically the same question, Mr. Green. Okay. So the, 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 window, um, the window is built into the attic, correct? Yes. The, um, the, the attic, there is no longer a connection to the attic except by a ladder, and there is no open hole to the attic, correct? Uh, I don't, I don't understand what you mean by the hole. Uh, the, 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 windows new, the windows, regardless of whether the windows exist or not, uh, you, the, the attic is not open to the rest of the house. And therefore, because the attic is not open to the rest of the house, the, the, the excuse that you need more ventilation is not a good excuse because you cannot get to the window to open and close the window to add ventilation, correct? No, it's not that the attic is not connected. The air still circulates to the, the downstairs. Um, the downstairs would be very cool. Uh, most of the uh, houses in San Francisco where the attic is that way, you could ask the city. Okay. 
警告合法化，如果佢同意，因為我就唔想嘥咁多啲噶嘛，即係額外錢，所以佢閂咗個窗口，對我鄰居對我屋企非常，我都唔俾我住人，俾我擠嘢，咁、那個窗口對我嚟開係有空氣啫嘛，我都。Can you translate, please? Okay, okay. Um, so the attics in San Francisco are usually very short. Mine is very high, and I we can try to make it higher to legalize it, but it costs a lot of money. Um, and also, there's no one living there, and now we're not allowed to store.、Uh, it doesn't really affect the neighbors, so I don't understand.、Uh, so the the understanding is this: you built an illegal, you you did some illegal construction, and、uh, and part、yeah. of the illegal construction was.、Um, let me let me. Uh, 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 scratch that. I don't want to go there. Um, uh, the the point, uh, the uh, the intention of this board in its direction was to prevent the use of the attic for any purpose. There, the and therefore, because the attic will serve. Is is meant to serve no purpose or no habitation. Therefore, there is no reason to have windows on in the attic. 嗯，咁等我讲清楚啦，就系我哋个个目的就系我哋成个呢个会个方向嗰个企图个意图就系要防止。呢、这個誒、uh, attic 係有任何嘅用途嘅，咁誒就因為 attic 係冇任何嘅用途，冇任何嘅目的，冇唔住人，咁變咗係冇一個理由需要有個窗咁樣嘅。因為我佢咁樣講，我覺得又唔同唔同意佢講法咯。因為你叫佢望每一間尖角嘅屋都都有個窗口嘅，唔代表我哋要上去係住人啊，係咪要係有窗口？甚至有個窗口係合法。光度、空氣點解？點解我唔可以？人家有個空窗窗口，點解我唔可以？點解我唔可以？我講我講咗先啦。嗯 ，that I cannot agree with or I don't agree. Um, if you look at all those cornered house or houses with the angle, um, there is a window, uh, and they are legal. It's for light. It's for air. Whether or not there anyone lives in there. Okay, I'd like to talk to Mr. Green now. Thank you for your testimony. Thank you. Uh, Had had created improvements that were significantly illegal, significantly illegal, correct? Correct. Okay. Part of those illegal activities was the creation of a, hab a habitation in the attic, and that habitation was connected by a illegal staircase. Correct. Correct. The intent, with regard to the attic, was that it be returned to what it was, which was a non-habitable non attic 
that would be sealed from the rest of the house. Well, just to clarify, there is a, a drop ladder, you know, one of those pull-down drop oh. ladders to access the attic for maintenance purposes? For maintenance purposes. So it right. would be, it, it, the intent was to seal off the attic with the exception of having a drop ladder that would allow for maintenance purposes. Okay. So, for, but for all intents and purposes, the intent was that attic wasn't going to be used for any any purpose except to maintain a roof, get to maybe some wires, do maintenance. Correct. C correct. All right. And, and the 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 intent of removing the windows was that pretty much sealed the deal and prevented the the homeowner who had broken the law and who blatantly from even attempting to reuse that space, even think about using that space for any purpose other than access for, for renovation, correct? I believe that was the intent of the board, yes. Right, so why should we allow these windows? Um, I don't think there's any need for the windows. There are vents on the rear wall and the side wall to provide ventilation. Thank you. Um, before, Would you like I, to add anything to my, did I leave out a question? Uh, you did not, but I, okay. I, if, I, if it's possible, could I add one point to my previous statement that I forgot? With permission. So the, the plans uh, uh, as drawn, they do, there is one issue. They do show the third bedroom as existing. Um, apparently it did not exist. Um, there's no problem with legalizing it now, but I would just suggest that for accuracy's sake, for the um, original conditions, if they would just eliminate those two walls. Can you clarify what you what needs to be done to the plans as submitted? So, so uh, the, uh, the plans show, show the, plans, the... You want to show the plans on the screen? Sure. Thank you. Overhead. Um, the plans here show the original conditions, which was required, and they show that this bedroom is existing. I would just suggest that these two walls be removed um, so that it's accurate to what was the original condition. Uh, there's no issue in legalizing the th third bedroom. It's just that for accuracy's sake, the, these, this bedroom is not an original bedroom. So what, will, they, will they be allowed to keep those walls now? Or are, you at, or are you suggesting that those walls be torn down? No. It's, I'm unclear. Um, sorry, can I see the... Uh, up? Overhead, please. Overhead. So this is the uh, proposed section, um, and it shows, shows those two walls. I, I'm just saying for accuracy's sake, uh, th that bedroom was not original, and this plan was showing them as original. Oh, so it is a changing condition, but you're clarifying that it was not an original condition. Correct. But it is an appropriate condition it is. as part of this permit. Yes. They can just correct it when they submit revised plans sure. later. They just will need to sure. correct the original yeah. condition of the plans to show that there are only two bedrooms, correct? Correct. On the first floor. There's, there's no code issues with the third bedroom, just for accuracy's sake for the original plans. They're not, they are, it is not an original bedroom. Okay. But you, you, the windows, you don't need those windows, and they invite a potential use of that. Uh, correct. I mean, that was the intent of the board, to prevent them from using that as an Airbnb in the future. Thank you for yes, your I reminders. Did. Appreciate it, Mr. Tosvinia. Uh, th thank you, President Swig, and I'm glad we clarified about that there is an opening to the attic under the new plan. 
correct. It's just a la it's a ladder. Um, I, I, I've never heard of a city body going so far as to tell a property owner that they can't they they can only go to certain parts of their property for certain reasons. But uh, the question I have is in the um, in our motion. It says the dining room shall not be allowed to be converted to a home office. Consequently, the plans must be revised to remove the walls at this location and the 12-inch window that is located in the 13-inch space. Can you show me on the new plans where that is uh, over, actually over done? I, I couldn't find it. So uh, this is this is the kitchen, and the wall was here, and the, and the window we're talking about. They were proposed putting a window in right here. And and the part about the the. Uh... And this is this is the um, the countertop. And where and where are the where are the walls removed? I believe there were walls here. Okay, so great. Now, so, so, so now they're gone. So that can't be an office. Correct. And are we saying it can't be an office, or are we saying remove well, the walls? They're removing the walls. It's going to be a kitchen. You can use it. The intent was, I, th I don't want to interpret what you believe, but the, they were calling it an office, and we were, you were afraid they were going to rent it out as a separate bedroom. Okay, but we're, what, what it, the concern I have is, we are getting into use of the property in addition to what's appropriate construction and what is not. So according to this motion, we don't want the dining room to be converted to a home office. And the way we're doing that is by saying you can't have the walls. They're complying with what we asked them to do. Correct. Removing the walls. Yes. But do you interpret our motion to say that they can't use it they can't use that space as a home office um like are we really getting into use no i i i my wife uses our kitchen as a home office all the time i okay so <laughs> then i question how we could have made a made a motion to say the dining room shall not be allowed to be converted to a home office i guess the well, I'm just recalling the conversation. I think they were calling it a. They, I think they were calling it a home office because it couldn't be legalized as a bedroom because they didn't have the appropriate um, natural light and ventilation. And the fear, and if I'm misinterpreting your views, please let me know. The fear was that they were just calling that a home office to allow the the walls to be built and that it was actually going to be used as a bedroom. That's just conjecture on my part and. If you interpret it differently, please let me know. Okay, thank you. Commissioner thank you. Lindbergh. Thank you. Um, I, I want to go back to the, the third bedroom issue that you brought up kind of later on. Um, just so I'm, I'm very, very clear, you're, uh, the only change you're suggesting is a change in the plans to mark that third bedroom as not the original state of affairs in the property? Correct. Okay, so... I guess my follow-up question to that then is, is allowing that bedroom that was constructed without 
permit. It was constructed without permits, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, is allowing that third bedroom, you, you've said that it would be allowable, um, but is our not conditioning the permit to remove that kind of just de facto legalizing that bedroom without any process uh, or, or permitting needs? Well, th this is the process. You're, you're having a permit with the proposed bedroom. Um, it'll be inspected. The walls will be open to make sure it's, uh, okay. it's um, um, built properly as part of the inspection process. Okay. So, I mean, they are kind of, I'm, I'm just, based on all, all of the other changes to the permit that we've previously just suggested and that are reflected in the plans, um, I'm not sure why this didn't come up at the original hearing. It might have just been an oversight on all of our parts, but um, it's kind of, I, I just want to make sure that I'm understanding it correctly, that it is essentially legalizing this third bedroom that didn't exist before. Uh, correct. If we don't condition the permit any further. Okay. Thank you. Hey, thank you. I don't see any further questions. So we will now hear from the appellant. Mr. Morrow, you have three minutes. I did look at the plans and uh, what is presented um, largely uh, entirely um, fit what the commissioners had uh, voted on. So we are pleased with the, uh, the plans. Okay, thank you. We have a question from Commissioner Lemberg. Uh, thank you, Mr. Moore. I just want to ask very specifically uh, because the deck did not strictly comply with what we uh, did in that uh, in, in what Mr. Teague said in that uh, the deck has been removed. Uh, I just want to make sure explicitly that you and, and your family are okay with uh, with the lack of deck and the lack of five foot setback from uh, from your property line. Uh, thank you for that question, Commissioner uh, Lindbergh. Um, we we are okay. Um, we contrary to what uh, the owners believe, we are reasonable, and we 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 we. We do want to be good neighbors, and um, this um, this plan addresses our concerns sufficiently. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. I don't see any further questions. Is there any public comment on this item? Please raise your hand. Is there anyone here for public comment? Okay, I don't see any public comment. So, commissioners, this matter is submitted. Okay, commissioners, who wants to start? Commissioner Lopez. That you've wet your whistle. Uh, yeah, I'd be, <clears throat> I, I'd be uh, in favor of, of, uh, of denying the appeal based on, I guess, procedurally. I'm. You mean grant the appeal to adopt the revised plans? Exactly. Okay. That's what I mean. Um, with the revised plans, with. Um, without the attic window and with the, uh, the rest of the, the plans as submitted. Yeah. Okay. So the plans currently do not show the attic window, so right. we don't need, to, yeah. Yeah. I j just, I, I guess wanted to, I guess separate from the, the motion itself wanted to state that, uh, I wouldn't be in favor of, 
of the exception that the permit holders are requesting. Uh, Mr. Trezina. Uh, th thank you, thank you, President Swig. Uh, I, I I agree that um, the uh, we should grant the appeal. Uh, I think what speaks volumes to me is volumes to me is the uh, is the statement of the appellant who says he's reasonable. He's in agreement with the the way this has been uh, resolved. Uh, we asked the permit holder to do certain things at the last meeting, um, and and they attempted to do what we asked. Uh, this request uh, about the windows, I think, is misplaced uh, because we have made the determination. Uh, and and I, I, I don't think that if, if the permit holder wanted to, wanted to make further changes, that they should, be part of, they should have been part of the plans and then we could have seen them and, and, the, and the deliberated them rather than have come in at the last minute. At the same time, uh, this matter, uh, I, perhaps for the first time, gives me tremendous pause as to what we are, what our authorities are to tell people not how to construct their homes, not how to remodel their homes, not to reconstruct, but how to use them. And, and it, it just strikes me that if for some reason the permit holder wanted to put some boxes up on that attic, that they're not allowed to do that because they've told us and we've agreed and or we've, we've told them they can't use it for, 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 for storage or that we're telling them they can't use the kitchen area as for office space. And if, if, if we're literally in that business, then I think, I think people should know it. Uh, as Mr. Green said, sure, people use, people use their offices as kitchens, kitchens as offices. So uh, it, <coughs> I think as, it, as the discussion came out, uh, it gives me concern and, and all the more reason uh, that, uh, and, and particularly we rely so much on Julie Rosenberg's precision in guiding us through what the right terminology is on the motions, that uh, it, it, it gives me another reason to thank Julie for that uh, precision and guidance, uh, but I also think we should be concerned uh, about uh, unintentionally uh, going overboard in restricting, uh, restricting use not make not not this has nothing to do with Airbnb has nothing to do with construction but it does have to do with use but I, I support the motion um, I I disagree quite strongly with Commissioner Trezvina about the uh, the windows in the attic um, as I recall the reason for us putting that condition on the permit in the first place, um, was a that all of the construction here was done without permits and done illegally as attested to significantly by both planning and DBI and B uh, the permit holders seemed at all stages of this uh, of this appeal to be completely unrepentant uh, she attacked the permit uh, the appellant significantly um, and uh, gave every indication that if we did not put these severe conditions on the property, uh, or on the permit rather, that uh, that it would go straight back to being an illegal Airbnb again. Uh, and I think that is exactly what would happen if, uh, and I, I personally believe that's also why uh, she's asking to keep a window in the attic. There is no access to the attic as already determined here. 
Um, we've already, you know, there, it is, I, I, I have the same thing in my house, uh, you know, the pull down ladder that uh, goes up to the attic, that is not typically open to the rest of the house. You, uh, I've never known anybody who keeps the hatch to their attic open uh, as a matter of daily course. Um, and I don't, I, you know, I, I, I don't think that this, uh, what we've asked the permit holder to do here is too far in any sense of the word. Um, uh, and I will be happy to make a motion after my fellow commissioners finish speaking on this. I think, I think Mr. Lopez has already made the motion. So, yep. But it's okay. Glad you're going to support it. Could I, could I clarify my comments and just to say that perhaps I was, I didn't state it correctly. I agree with Commissioner Lemberg on the issue of the windows. I think it is, uh, it, it was, if the, if the permit holder wanted to bring that up, they should have brought it up a long time ago. They should have put it in the permits, even though it would have been late <coughs> and contrary to our motion. So I, I don't at all have any, any uh, support. I was not giving any support uh, for the notion of, of, of windows of the attic. Mr. Eckler. Um, I have nothing to add except that I read our original um, motion uh, and, and requirements to simply state that the dining room shall not be converted with the construction of walls into a room that is marked on the permits or on the plans as a home office, not not to regulate the use, but to regulate the construction of that. And, you know, perhaps we can be more careful with the phrasing if that is a little bit vague uh, if you haven't lived through the experience as, as we all have. Um, but, you know, I read it, I don't read it as not allowing or suggesting we not allow that use. It's just that we're not allowing the conversion through the construction as drawn on the plans at the time. Thank you. Uh, thank you for that clarification. I think it's, it's very important. Um, and uh, we had a case, and I've, I've I've lost track of the calendar, so I don't know who was here and who was not. But we had a case on 18th Avenue uh, near Geary, uh, and it was the a rearrangement of a floor plan, and I, and I, I think it was an access thing. Um, but there was a discussion about rooms and and use, and uh, you, the room's going to get used for whatever it's going to get used for. Um, and and we all came to an agreement that that we don't we're not in the prescription business of telling you about that you can use this space as a library but you can't use it as an office you know st st silly stuff like that 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 you just can't even enforce it so why bother uh, but I think what Mr. Epler just said was what was so uh, this this room was built with the intent of making it into probably another bedroom. Uh, to give give it some light, there was a, a teeny tiny window that was being added to give it light, as you would expect. There might be one window in a bedroom, and so our intent was to let's let's not even tempt that fate, and uh, especially given the. Uh, uh, the the bad the, the the bad activity or the the of of the construction in the first place. So I I, I don't think we have to worry about being the uh, uh, you know you can't put this you can't put your computer here because it's not a home office of business. You know it, it's not that bad. We've been there, done that, and discussed that in the past, and 
I don't think you have to worry about that. And, and I would support the motion as it goes. So, Commissioner Epler, for clarity, you would propose, instead of saying the dining room should not be allowed to be converted to a home office, saying just that the walls at the proposed home office need to be removed as well as the 12-inch window? I, I, I wouldn't make any changes to our prior language and would just merely think about this on a forward-going basis. So you want to keep the same language? Okay. And then just a couple um, other items. One, as part of the motion, I believe Vice President Lopez, uh, Inspector Green suggested a change to correct the existing conditions on the revised plans that were submitted to show only two bedrooms on the first floor. Uh, correct. Uh, only on the original uh, Right, design. the existing conditions. Exactly, yeah. But... Um, and then one other follow-up to, to address, I believe, to both planning and department building inspection, uh, Deputy Zoning Administrator Tam previously requested that the revised plans submitted for a special conditions permit be submitted within 90 days of the final decision on this matter, just to keep it rolling, because otherwise we will be waiting and maybe nothing will ever be changed. So is that, is that a correct assessment or is, is the planning and building department still in agreement with that and and do the commissioners want to adopt that sure we have no problem with that okay building yes. oh, okay uh, so just to clarify that the special conditions permit will be submitted within 90 days of today of the written decision issued by the board correct yes oh. we, we, okay. we support that great thank you did you want to incorporate that into the motion, Vice President? Yes, please. Okay, and what is the basis for making this motion? Uh, the basis is that the uh, the permit was not properly issued as uh, initially uh, approved. Okay. Um, well, I think... I don't know if that's the case. I think it would be yeah. more that the revised plans address some of the appellant's concerns. That's right, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so I will re read the motion to the best of my ability. Uh, we have a motion from Vice President Lopez to grant the appeal and issue the permit on the condition that it be revised to require the adoption of the revised plans submitted to the board office on May 18th and reviewed at the hearing on May 31st. And the board would also impose the condition that the attic shall not be used for maintenance purposes, shall be used for maintenance purposes only and not for habitation or storage. And the dining room shall not be allowed to be converted to a home office. And the plans all reflect the removal of the wall and everything. So, and additionally, uh, the permit, pl the plans must be amended. The revised plans must be amended to correct the existing conditions to show only two bedrooms on the first floor, not three. And lastly, uh, the the permit holder shall submit the revised plans for a special conditions permit within 90 days of issuance of the board's written decision for this appeal. And this motion was made on the basis that the revised plans address some of the appellant's concerns. Okay, so on Hold that. 
one one sure. correction to what you said. Uh, you said it, a, a correction to the existing conditions. Um, what Inspector Green said was uh, the original conditions need to be updated, not the uh, not the um, uh, existing. There's three sets of drawings. One is original, one is existing, and one is proposed. Right. So the proposal shows existing conditions, and then it shows the revised. Did you want? Can you clarify? I'm not sure. Uh, uh, Commissioner Lemberg is correct. It's the original conditions okay. that need to be updated. So the original plans need to be updated to reflect that there are only two bedrooms. Yeah, well, there's three conditions on the plan, the original, the as-built, and the proposed. It's the original conditions that need to be Okay, accurate. thank you for that clarification. So the original conditions need to be corrected. Um, just can we clarify what's going to happen in 90 days if they do not submit the... <laughs> it was my understanding that at that point, <laughs> The DBI could start issuing an NOV for noncompliance okay. since they were, you know, they were supposed to comply with that previous NOV. Okay, and then, or I don't know if you need to issue a new one. I guess there's an existing NOV on the property. There is permit. So, but just to clarify, would this permit then, if they do not meet that condition, would this permit then be revoked by the board or? I don't know because we wouldn't have jurisdiction anymore, but I think you would just be issuing NOVs until they comply with the permit. Okay. Thank you. Just That's to my understanding. So, so what for the th – thank you for bringing this up. Uh, and then I have a one comment on the, before we vote, please. Thanks for bringing this up because it's important. So what happens when we do this? And what happens – I'm not going to uh, accuse this permit holder of potentially doing this, but – um, uh, but w what happens in, in, when, when we uh, ask for a change in plans, those plans are changed and submitted, we approve those plans, and therefore we, we approve the permit um, according to those plans only, and the permit holder doesn't comply. What's the ultimate ultimate result and how do we get compliance and how do we get accountability so if they normally if they don't come in and with the special conditions permit as approved um, the, the permit just stays suspended it won't be uh, reinstated until they get the special conditions permit and and but, so and so and in this case if it were to happen and I'm not saying it's going to happen because I'm sure that the permit holder is going to comply um, but let's say the deck wasn't removed, the walls that are illegal weren't removed, the staircase wasn't removed, the windows weren't removed, and the, the, uh, everything else that were, are in the plans wasn't done. What happens? Does the building ultimately get red tagged? Does it, I mean, what, what we, happens? We, we would move forward with our existing notice of violation to the, the code enforcement process which could, could ultimately end in litigation by the city attorney. Right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. We have a question from Commissioner Trezvenia, then Vice President Lopez. Uh, uh, thank you. And it's more, more of a request. I see the uh, permit holder wanting to say something or ask some questions. I, it's probably not appropriate for there to be further testimony, but we've talked a lot here in the last few minutes that to a layperson is difficult to understand in English let alone being translated. So I would request that before the, once we finish, that you, you and the permit holder and the trend and the interpreter uh, speak, so she can have any of her questions addressed by you. 
Sure. We, we spoke last week, actually, so we no Thank problem. You. We can speak. Mr. Lopez, before I go go back to my suggestion, go ahead. I'm going to suggest something in the in the motion. Okay. Is it about the the storage? No. No. So, hearing, hearing, and thank you, Julie, for for restating the motion in, in its entirety. Uh, I think uh, Commissioner Trasvina's point is well taken uh, by me about uh, dictating use, and I think the the habitation uh, concern with respect to the attic. Uh, in my mind, is addressed by not having the the window included. So, if if it's okay with my fellow commissioners, I'd I'd like to strike the 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 limitation on storage uh, for the attic uh, from the from the motion. And we asked DBI about our wisdom. Sir, so, so it, the original architect wrote down not for storage. It was not a. Um, request by DBI or the board. I see. Okay. That changes. Uh, well, then, do we need that in the motion, then? Because it's, it's not a part of the, the, it's not a part of the permit, is it? I mean, is it, is it a part of the plans? Um, hold on, let me grab the plans. Sure. Please. I would just respond by saying it, it's not part of the plans, which is why it needs to be part of the motion, because that is what ends up being recorded and, uh, and the basis of the special restrictions permit, I think. But I think the statement is that the plans say not for storage. So I'm not sure why it seems like belt and suspenders. Plans say not for habitation. So if the plans say not for storage, then I would move to strike that from, from our motion. I was packing up, ready to leave. <laughs> not so fast. <laughs> yeah. So it says uninhabitable space, not for storage. So it, that was on the original permit uh, drawing for some reason. I, I'm not sure why the architect decided to put that there. Yeah. Then in my mind, adding that to the motion seems superfluous. That's is it on the revised plans, that language? It is. Okay. So... He, we, is, are the commissioners in agreement to strike that language? Or how about I'll, I'll strike it and we'll see if it flies. Okay. I'm not going to reread everything. <laughs> I'm just going to say. You, I'm going to ask you to reread everything so I can interrupt you at the point I want to make the suggestion. Okay. Change. I can reread everything. Would you like me to? Yeah. Then I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt you at, at some okay. point. Okay. So we have a motion from Vice President Lopez to grant the appeal and issue the permit on the condition that it be revised to require the adoption of the revised plan submitted to the board office on May 18th. And further, the dining room shall not be allowed to be converted to a home office. Okay, um, that's the part that I think is not necessary because 
the, the, the plans have already knocked down the walls, closed the window, and then we're getting into Trisvenia territory, mm -hmm. which is we, we're not in the dictation of use business. It will, our intent was to not make it a bedroom, therefore close the window, tear down the walls. That's been achieved, so I don't think we need that, that little section. Uh, do you yeah, I, I agree with that. Okay, I can reread the whole motion yeah. then. So so just, just leave that part part out when you. Okay, sure. Okay, so we have a motion from Vice President Lopez to grant the appeal and issue the permit on the condition that it be revised to require the adoption of the revised plan submitted to the board office on May eighteenth, twenty twenty three, and on the condition that the permit holder correct the existing conditions on the original plans to show only two bedrooms on the first floor and on the condition that the permit holder shall submit the revised plans for a special conditions permit within 90 days of issuance of the board's written decision for this appeal. The motion was made on the basis that the revised plans address some of the appellant's concerns. I'm, I'm sorry, can I be heard before we take a vote? Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna muddy the waters a little bit. Um, I, I wanna ask, Mr. Green again to look at the first floor plan. What I'm seeing is on the all three plans, the original, existing, and proposed, there's kind of a, a rectangle between the kitchen and the dining room. What is that rectangle? That's a counter. It's a counter. So is there a wall that's being taken down as part of these proposed plans? Uh, yes. No, those walls were never built. They were they were on the plan the the plans for the permit that's being appealed. I see. Okay. Thank you for the clarification. Okay, I'm good to go. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. So on this motion from Vice President Lopez, Commissioner Trisvinia? Aye. Commissioner Lumber? Aye. Commissioner Epler? Aye. President Swig. Aye. So that motion carries five to zero, and the appeal is granted with the conditions imposed this evening. And uh, Ms. Tran, we can talk to you after the decision is issued about the process moving forward. Okay? So. And we are done. That, this concludes the hearing. Thank you. So yeah, well, we can talk.